It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Talk about fresh off the presses, white boy Malcolm X. I just saw this in the New York Post. Kevin Spacey cleared by jury in civil sex abuse case. Man, I was right about this one too. Because I think going back at least a year, when we first came across this in the news, I say way back then that this story, how what, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, happened, just did not make sense to me. Or should I say, this story didn't make $40 million in damages sense to me, which is what Anthony, Kevin Spacey got handsy gropey 30 years ago, and now I'm butthurt and want a payday rap, or as we like to call him, for shorthand, Princess Anthony. But that's the thick stack of Benjamins Princess Anthony was asking for, which was just insane, given what was alleged to have happened. And again, what happened, what supposedly happened, creepy as hell. I'm not excusing that behavior at all. But Kevin, high school teacher Spacey, tried something, picked him up, put him on the bed, laid on top of him. Again, creepy as hell to do that to a 14-year-old boy. But Princess Anthony quickly got out from under him and left. And that was the end of it. But 30 years later, Hysterical Princess Anthony claiming decades of psychological trauma goes after him for $40 million over that. Although the jury, at least according to this article, they determined that Princess Anthony had failed to prove Kevin, high school teacher Spacey, inappropriately touched him at all. So the jury, they were like, we believe you, not. So, no Benjamins for you, princess. Sucks to be you, princess. All those Benjamins you probably spent in your head dreaming of a big verdict. Oh, I'm going to Provincetown and Fire Island next year and on a private jet. I'm going to live large on my Kevin Spacey Benjamins. Yeah, not so much, princess. Although, 
I'm sure it'll be okay. I'm sure the vapid gay media, those mean girls in the vapid gay media with their heroes and villains narrative, they'll still put you up on a pedestal. Find a way to trash Kevin, high school teacher Spacey, as the villain. Make you a a martyr over this. And I'm sure you can still go to both P-Town and Fire Island next year. Just going to have to pay your own way. Hate to break it to you, Princess Anthony, but no potential sugar daddy is going to trust you after this. Is this middle-aged queen going to sue me too? And you have fun with that. So let's just go ahead and jump into things, folks. And this first one, it's from page six. Jason, and I still don't know how to pronounce this guy's last name. Sadikus, Sadikus, Jason, if for some strange reason you're out there listening to this podcast, I apologize, sir, for mangling the hell out of your last name. So we'll just call him Jason. Jason allegedly discovered Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles, Harry Peekaboo Styles, Peekaboo, Peekaboo, Trist on Apple Watch. This is a weird story. Apparently, all this went down. This little Trist between Olivia Wilde and Harry Peekaboo Styles. Jason and Olivia breaking up. It happened, what, two years ago? But this little tidbit about the Apple Watch, which is also a little weird, that's just leaking out now. Someone is still a little bitter. Although I have to say, this is all news to me. When I first saw the headline, I thought it had all just happened. It wasn't until I read the article that I found out it's kind of old news. Brand new news to me. Then again, this is how little I care about celebrities and their lives. I had no idea that Olivia was with Jason. Had no idea that she had banged Harry Peekaboo Styles behind Jason's back. Then again, I couldn't care less about the private lives of celebrities. Unless, of course, I'm mocking them a bit for being absurd. But otherwise, don't really care about high school drama like this. Now, I know who he is. He's Ted Lasso, which I still haven't seen. But like a lot of things... It's sitting in my queue. Her, I know the name, but no idea who she is. What she's been in, other than, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, Harry Peekaboo Styles' bed. And we all know who Harry Peekaboo Styles is. Yes, girlfriend, we got your number. And so... With this new shooter drop, 
Poor Jason here. I guess Olivia left her Apple Watch behind. What idiot does that? And Jason was doing whatever with it, which to me, it's a little odd, playing around with someone else's watch. And while he was doing whatever with her watch, he discovered flirty texts between her and Harry Styles. Like what? Were they comparing preferred dress designs? Oh, Olivia, I love to wear strapless dresses. It really pisses Billy Porter off when I wear one better than that queen does. And I guess those texts, whatever was in there, were the catalyst for this train wreck to happen. I guess the only thing I have to say about this, especially since the damn story, since what happened here is two years old already. But can you imagine how emasculating it must be for Jason, that is, I guess at the time his fiance, that his fiance, the mother of his two kids, that she cheats on him with some younger guy, trades him out for a younger model. And you queens out there, you know what I'm talking about. And if that's not bad enough, to add insult to injury, she bangs some closet case queen who gets off on wearing dresses in public. It's not like she cheated on him with, who's our go-to stud? Sebastian Stan. Now that's a man. She doesn't bang some strapping stud of a man. She goes for some overly preened, effeminate pansy boy. That had to be humiliating for poor Jason here. Had to have shattered his ego to have her shiv him like that. I'm trading you out for someone I can share a wardrobe with. Which is why, I suspect, this got dropped like it did. He's returning the favor. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. From the Post Millennial. Exclusive. Seattle Public Schools sees 853% increase in non-binary students over three years. I assume that no one out there is feigning shock over this. Myrtle, fetch me my smelling salts. I can't believe how many non-binary students there are. And the numbers here, Jesus Christmas. So in 2019, 
in Seattle public schools for non-binary students, there was one child in preschool, seven in kindergarten, 16 in grades one through five, 10 of them were in middle school, and only 19 in high school. Fast forward to today, here in 2022, now there are three in preschool, 16 in kindergarten, 89 in grades one through five, 125 in middle school, and 272 in high school. And again, does this shock anyone? At least anyone who's been paying even a modicum of attention over the last few years. No, or it better not. And don't give me this, oh, they've always been that way. They're just more comfortable expressing themselves. That crap. It's statistically impossible for this garbage to be happening on its own. A completely natural increase of 853% in three years. Stop lying to yourself and to the rest of us. I know I sound like a broken record here, but this garbage is what you get when you have way too many of these kids being treated like they're the center of the universe. Oh, here's your participation trophy. Who feel like they have to stand out to feel super special and unique and who are completely warped, screwed up by social comparison on garbage platforms like Instagram and TikTok, which is not really their fault. This getting screwed up by social media. That's been a slow motion train wreck and people are finally waking up to how destructive some of these platforms are to kids, how they have screwed up a generation or two of kids. But you put all that nonsense together, all that crazy together, and what happens? Like a pack of lemmings, they have to come out as some sort of queer. Using our tribe, our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe, as some sort of crutch. Which is why we have God knows how many gender identities. Which is why we have God knows how many variations on super special pain in the ass pronouns. And they keep trying to one-up each other. Oh, I'm non-binary. Well, I'm gender fluid with they, them pronouns. That's all you got? I see you're gender fluid with they, them pronouns. And raise you a polyamorous, non-binary, gender queer with Zizir's our pronouns. Yes, of course you are. Well, I can't say princess like I usually do. So, yes, of course you are, you little non-binary member of the royal family. And our poor tribe, our poor, poor tribe, which used to be only about sexual orientation, but has now been overrun with these 
angry, militant transgenders and all these heterosexuals with personality disorders. So now we're all about gender identity, getting everyone gender-affirming care, sexual orientation, get to the back of the bus. You're not even a gay man. You're really a transgender woman. So bend the knee to our new gender identity overlords or else. And for our last story, folks, it's from the Wall Street Journal. As COVID hit, Washington officials traded stocks with exquisite timing. Some sold in January 2020 when the government began mobilizing against the threat. Others bought shares as a market rescue plan was taking shape. No, duh. The ruling class, those greedy swamp creatures, found a way to profit off COVID. Then again, I guess the smaller list will be those who didn't find a way to roll in the Benjamins over the past few years. These greedy, corrupt pigs. They're just the tip of the iceberg. Look at the tens of billions of dollars stolen from fraudulent unemployment claims. Look at the tens of billions of dollars stolen from fraudulent PPP loans. Look at the grand, gay old time millions of people had making more on unemployment than they ever made in their jobs. All of this on borrowed money. And you millennial Gen Z kids out there, I know I pick on you quite a bit. Although, let's be honest, you do make it, well, kind of easy for me to do it. But I will say this. I feel bad for the mess you're going to be left with when the boomers are all gone, when all of us Gen X folks are tucked safely away in a nursing home, drooling into our pudding cup, we're at, what, $31 trillion in debt and climbing by the second. To quote Stein's Law, eh, paraphrase, I can never remember the stupid thing. That which cannot continue will stop. And at some point, this will all stop. The reckless spending cannot continue because borrowing trillions upon trillions of dollars year after year after year cannot go on forever. People's willingness to tolerate this rampant corruption in government cannot go on forever. And when it stops, God help whoever's around to have to clean up this mess. It's not like Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, creepy Uncle Joe the hair sniffer, the current head clowns of this government. It's not like they're going to be around when all this implodes. Their attitude is basically, we're in this for ourselves, our families, 
friends and contributors, and whoever's around when this house of cards comes crashing down, sucks to be you. So on that note, since I cannot top these greedy, corrupt pigs in the swamp enriching themselves, even if they're only part of the systemic rot that will make the lives of these younger generations harder and poorer, since I cannot top that, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this Thursday edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your week, a good start to your weekend, and we'll see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.